Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Friends, I've been thinking a lot about change and what it means, why we're afraid of it, why some people embrace it. And it kind of came about because we're all in a new season right now. You know, after a hot summer comes a nice, cool fall where the leaves change, it starts to get cooler and more pleasant. And Depending on when you're listening to this episode, maybe you're coming in to a beautiful time of spring after a very frigid, cold, long winter. And I do know this, that after a freezing blizzard type of winter, you always appreciate the spring so much more. The new life and the budding flowers and the beautiful green leaves. The grass turns from brown to green again the flowers start to bloom. I also know that after a blistering hot summer, how welcome we are to cooler temperatures and a break from the heat and the the leaves turn depending on where you live and they turn beautiful colors to let us know things are changing. Things are always changing. And I'm asked a lot about change and, and partly because friends here at ATB, we have been going through a lot of change. And more specifically, I have been going through a season of great change, some that I wanted and some I didn't. So I want to talk about the elements of change that either cause us to look forward to it or the fears and the challenges of change that cause us to resist. The first is just fear of the unknown. Here at Equipped to Be, we have gone through and are going through a season of change I now have, and I've told you this before, but my son is now handling all of the sound production for Equipped to Be. And it's exciting because he's an Emmy award winner. He is a a videographer and he's just fabulous at what he does. And for him to be able to work with me on Equipped to Be to bring you the best production that we can get. Now, sure, I'm, I'm the host. And so that always has its own unique challenges for him. But to be able to have him work with me and give me guidance and and instruction and and make the show worthy of your time is an honor for me. But also, I've been really wrestling and struggling with some changes to my life, where I am, what season I'm in, where am I going? What does God want next? How can I better serve you? You show up, you listen to Equip to Be all the time, so faithful. You tell your friends, about the shows. You write me and you'll tell me how it blessed you or how it encouraged you or how grateful you are that I tackled a tough topic. And I want to keep serving and I want them to be better. So we're making some changes and I can't wait to bring you and let you know what some of the changes are to equip to be. I think you're going to love it. So make sure that uh, you stick around and I'll tell you more about it when I can. But it just made me think about change. Uh, There's been a lot of changes happening in our society, in our culture, in our world. 
in our families, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of division. It's like we go out of one crisis, we barely get a break, and we're thrust into another upheaval. Chaotic mess, crisis, conflict, disruption. What do we do? That's really what I want to talk about. A lot of times, change is hard for us because we're afraid of the unknowns. When my show engineer went on to start another business, and I was thinking, I don't know how to do this. I thought, well, maybe maybe I'll just close up ETB. Maybe I'll just take a long break. Or I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I knew there was going to be changes. I was afraid of what I didn't know. I didn't know how it was going to work. And I bet you have that too, don't you? There's times where something's happened, maybe a job loss or a financial shortfall, or there's a brokenness in your relationship, in your marriage, with your kids, with your work. And you just, you know, you need to make some adjustments. But you just don't know because fear of the unknown makes people often resist change. You don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know if it's going to be sustainable, if it's unpredictable and unreliable, but change can sure be intimidating. Well, what do we do? I mean, honestly, when you have the fear of the unknown, You need to become grounded. You need to see what God's word has to say about what it is you feel he's leading you to do. Gather as much information as you can about whatever change you think needs to happen, however you feel it's coming your way. See, some changes we want to embrace because they're fun and happy changes, and others we don't because we're we're afraid. Uh, We don't know what that's going to look like. But one thing that makes it easier is gathering information and setting realistic expectations. You have to know yourself and how easily you adapt to something new and different. When you have more knowledge, you're able to make better informed decisions. And you're also able to lessen the fear. Just reduce that fear. If God's leading you, you don't need to be afraid. You do want to be cautious. There's nothing wrong with that. And there is some healthy fear because truly, yeah, some things can not go well. So you want to make sure you just don't make a snap decision without some intentional thought behind that. And then talk to others. Seek wise counsel. Maybe talk to people that have gone through what you're going through. And they can give you some insights that you hadn't considered before. And you know, sometimes when, force, when we know we need to change, we just don't lack the motivation. Things are comfortable. We're familiar with what we have. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to not know what we're doing or how it's going to play itself out. How will I get along with people at a new job or at a new school? How will we fit into a new church or if we move to a new neighborhood? How will all of that work? Will it work? And so we get afraid because we're not, we lack the motivation and that motivation can be a very compelling reason to kind of stay where you are and not step out. But you do need to list the benefits that making a change can add to your life, whether it's selling your home or staying put. You want to make sure that you do have the whys, that you understand that, and that will help you. Also, you want to set some goals that are achievable and realistic. Breaking the change into smaller pieces that are manageable You know what it does? It causes you to be less overwhelmed. There's a lot of books written about change, whether it's sudden, abrupt, or whether it's gradual. 
So if you're facing struggles with the thought of change happening in your life, just know you're not alone. We're doing it over here. I'm doing it in my life as well. Another reason is habits. We kind of like to do the same thing, tried and true. We know what to expect. Sometimes people will go eat at a bad restaurant, even though they don't really like the food, they don't want to try something different because maybe they're not going to like it as much. It's the habits that we develop. It's the thinking that really permeates us, that makes us stay in the path that we're currently on, even though we know we need to be making some changes. But you need to identify the habits in order to make the changes that you need. You need to identify what habits do I need to have in my life to be able to make the changes as smoothly as possible. Does that make sense? Then you start replacing them ever so slowly, just one little thing at a time. Consistency and repetition, those are the keys for you to form the new habits to be able to embrace the change that you're going to be stepping into or that God has put you into. Set reminders. Make sure you note what can trigger a negative reaction or maybe a retreat. Oh, no, no, no. I've made the wrong decision. I got to go back. If you know what might trigger you to doubt and question yourself, you can set yourself up to be able to embrace change better by knowing what those are. And that way you can set up a friend, a system, a thought pattern that helps you navigate through that. And when you do that, you've got to get some friends. You've got to have some support and some help to help you build those habits into your life. The next would be the social and peer pressure. Why do we often not want to change? Well, the risk aversion, right? Sometimes we'll stay with a friend that is not a good friend. We'll still be friends with them, a friend group even, even though we know they're pulling us down or they're not really good for us. So we're really not a good fit, but you know, there's a consequence, there's a risk. If I walk with them, I might not have any friends. Or there's this pressure to perform or to behave in a certain way that it's not you, or it's not the way God has made you. It's not the way God wants you. Sometimes those aren't the people you need to be with because they really don't bring out the best in you. They bring out the worst. What do you do? You got to communicate your intentions to your friends. And to your loved ones, and you got to explain the importance of why you need to change and how this is going to make a difference in your life. And then surround yourself with people and ask the Lord to give you people that will understand and help you in your journey and your season of change. And last, past failures and trauma. We all have them. They're common. Past failures keep us from sometimes moving forward. Past traumas can cause us to not be able to. Because we, we relive that. Sometimes it's because we're so attached to something emotionally that we don't want to let go. We don't want to move forward. Even if we're miserable, <laughs> even if we know we need to, it can be very, very difficult. And what we have to do is we absolutely have to emotionally identify what the attachment is, whether it's healthy or unhealthy. And then we need to see it in the past and then be able to say, I have to lay this down. I have to let this go. When God tells us to lay something down, he always tells us what to pick up. So if it's time to lay something down, a job or a struggle that you're having or a direction you're going in, and God's telling you to step away or, or move away or change or pivot, 
He's always going to tell you what it's to. You won't always understand every piece of it. We never do. But we can trust that if God's leading us, he's going to continue to lead us. And we don't need to be afraid of losing friends or, or losing a position or power or losing a relationship. We don't need to be afraid of the next job we're going to go to or what we might leave behind because there'll be such a peace and comfort of knowing I'm doing the right thing. I'm building in these habits to help me. I will not be afraid of the unknown. I will not let that stop me. I will not let the expectation of the societal or peer pressure keep me in a place that is not where I need to be. Because change is a process, my friend. And it is absolutely normal to face resistance. And there are going to be setbacks. Like I said, I have been going through enormous change personally, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And it's been very good, but it's taken a great deal of time because I have to build in new practices, new rhythms, new routines, new thought patterns. Every time an old pattern, an old way of thinking will creep into my mind, I have to immediately stop and say, no, no, that was yesterday. That's not where I am now. This is where I'm going. Notice I, I haven't once mentioned about money or striving to achieve. Those can all come. I'm talking about the core of who you are. Some change, my friends, is going to be particularly challenging, especially if the challenge was a trauma that was sudden and abrupt, a loss, something you didn't see coming, and it's caught you off guard, and maybe it's knocked you down a bit, and you have to get back up, but you just kind of can't get back up. It just reminded me of a woman that I met who recently lost her husband, and I asked her how she was doing, and instead of saying the polite thing of, oh, I'm doing fine, she says, I am not doing good. I feel isolated. I feel alone. I'm just lost. She invited me in at that moment to a tender place of where she was. She trusted me. And I said, tell me about it. And she came just in that brief conversation we had. She basically was able to articulate after my husband passed, I immediately started jumping into being busy with all these different activities and volunteering and then clearing out his possessions and, and just kind of moving on with life. And I said, did you ever grieve his loss after 47 years of marriage? She goes, no, I didn't. I didn't think I needed to grieve. And I said, I think you skipped step A. When we have to let go of something that is, something that we love, because something devastating has happened, and we have to pivot and change, we can't skip the process of grieving. We have to acknowledge change is difficult and hard, and it takes time. It's not impossible. That there's going to be some risk, and that we might not have the confidence to just step out and say, yeah, let's do this. We might, and some things we will, but not everything. So you've got to give yourself some grace and some permission to ease into it, to take it slow, to think about two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes it's one step forward, two steps back. The point is that we stay focused on what it is God is leading us to. And I have recently been drawn to a verse that he leads me beside still waters. 
And I don't do still very well. And I'm going to be honest, I, I bet many of you don't either. Because the whole nature of equipped to be is kind of like being. We're doing something. We're equipped for it. We're, we're wanting to keep learning and tackle the things that are before us. Sometimes, though, we have to press pause. We have to press pause in order to be able to move forward with clarity and confidence and conviction because we don't want to be stuck in the past. We don't want to be afraid because we might fail. We don't want to stay where we are just because it's comfortable or familiar. And we cannot be gripped with fear of the unknown. Just like I said, the seasons change. There's winter, spring, summer, fall. Ecclesiastics talk about there is a time for all things. There's a time to mourn and a time to, to laugh. There is time, which means things change. And when they change, we have to adjust. See, pivoting, there's always freedom in that. But it's not always easy to know which way we're supposed to pivot. And that's why we have to lean on the Lord. That's why we have to be walking with him and knowing his word and, and spending time with him, whether it's a minute or an hour, asking him to lead our steps because he is faithful. We're good about planning our days. We can plan ourselves to every second of every day, but it's God who directs our steps. And I want you to think about this as you're in your season, whether your season is a brutal one right now, one that's mixed with uncertainty. You know something's changing. You don't know where to go or how to step or what to do. Identify the reasons that's causing you hesitation. Make a list of the pros and cons, why it would be good, and what could be negative about it. What could be the negative impacts? Obviously, moving has pros and cons. Quitting a job has pros and cons. Making parenting decisions has pros and cons. Same with your relationships, friendships. When you write that list down, you're able to give it to the Lord. And when you're able to give it to the Lord, you're able to rest and trust in him. He knows the plans he has for you. They're for good and not evil. And you need to remember that and write that down. And every time you start to wonder and doubt, remind yourself of the truths that are found in God's word, because that will help you navigate all the changes and all the seasons that life will bring you. So glad that you tuned in to Equip to Be. And as we talk about change and I start sharing the changes that are coming here at Equipped to Be, if you have show ideas, we're here to serve. We're not here just to blather on and on. We're here to help equip you for the calling that God's given you so that you can run your race with all that you have, so that you run and you don't grow weary. So when you stumble, you get back up. So if you have show ideas, things you want us to talk about, or questions, let us know. Send us an email. And if you have a prayer request, make sure you send those over. I get a list of them every week. There's, sometimes there's a lot of them, depending on the topic and where you are in your season. But know that I am praying for you. And I pray for all you listeners that tune in from around the world. We're so glad you're here at Equipped to Be. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.